0: In a lot of respects, the Steelers got lucky last year to have the regular season record they did. We got Keith and Seth on hold. Please do stay on hold. Going to talk about Josh Harrison clearing waivers in just 30 seconds. And we got Stan Saverin at 515. I'm Mark Madden, 1059 EX. I had to laugh when a national baseball media guy reported. That Josh Harrison had cleared waivers and the Pirates were shopping him. Who the frig would want Josh Harrison right now? The guy's a bum right now. His on-base percentage is .299. That ranks 8th among Pirate regulars. Harrison had a good year in 2014. An okay year last season. But he's just a ham and egger. And the Pirates signed Harrison for too much and too long. The Pirates can dish Harrison at year's end for a buyout of $1 million. And that's definitely happening, considering he's due to make $10.5 mil next year. The Pirates did right by not giving Andrew McCutcheon a big deal. Cutsche is a bum now, too. But they should not have given Harrison the deal they did back in 2015. You got to keep somebody, I know. Just not Jay Hay. He's a utility guy and nothing more. Jay Hay, you are a bot done in Pittsburgh. And guess what? You just made the list! The, the list sure. brought to you by Matt Nortz Plumbing Con on a name you could trust. The Dial 412 367 0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. <laughs> the Pirates are so frugal. And when they do give out, decent money it can be to the wrong guy at least harrison's contract has club options but why would you sign a contract with the pirates if you're a player that has club options if you do mediocre or worse you'll never get that money the club won't pick up the option if you do great you could have got that money anywhere maybe more in some place better than pittsburgh 412-333-9939 is the number to call let's go to larry and green tree larry you're on the mark madden show okay larry hung up not nice of him at all let's go to keith in Monroeville. keith you're on with double m hi um i've been hearing all these
1: people saying like oh this is the steelers year, golden year you know their windows closing but
2: i think you're absolutely right about love bell i don't think he cares at all about a super bowl or anything I think he just wants to get through the year uninjured and have even decent stats. You know, he doesn't
1: have to have his best season. If he just has decent numbers, he'll get paid.
0: Uh, I agree with every single word you said. And I don't think he dismisses winning. I just think it's way down his list of priorities. I think his main concern this year is to not get hurt or worn out. I think his secondary concern is to get good numbers. I think winning is further down the list. Now, if he doesn't get hurt and gets good numbers, that'll help them win. No question about that. But, but at the moment of truth, yes, you're right. I will question how invested Lev Bell is going to be. Yeah,
1: he can't feel like this
0: is his team. It's like he
1: already got the eviction notice. So he's not care. You know, he just wants to get his stock up high and not get
2: hurt. And i got one prediction to make. If he even gets a moderate injury late in the season – He'll probably stay out the rest of the year. You know, like I,
0: I agree. We could look at a, a Kawhi Leonard in San Antonio situation where Bell has a minor injury. The Steelers doctors say he's okay, but Bell's doctors say he is not. And and that was because Kawhi Leonard wanted out. In this case, Le'Veon Bell knows he's going to be out. He's got one foot out the door, so you're right. That, uh, that scenario would not surprise me even a little bit. Let's go to... Uh, Seth and Harmer, Seth, you're on with Double M. Good day, sir. What up?
1: Uh, Just a thought on the Lev Bell situation. I mean, obviously we know the toxicity level in that locker room is high. but
0: Oh, no, I'm not sure the toxicity level in that locker room is high. I'm just telling you that Lev Bell as an individual could well be toxic this year.
1: Yeah, that's for sure, but I I had a question. Uh, The fact that a guy like Beckham, got paid as much as he did yesterday. How do you think that could affect a guy like A.B.?
0: Oh, I talked about that about earlier. I think I think Antonio Brown is going to be steaming about Odell Beckham's contract, but what can he do, and who in Pittsburgh can he blame? Nobody. Right. I... Right, indeed. Thank you for the call. That last guy talked about this is supposed to be a golden year for the Steelers. Now all I can think of in my head is that David Bowie song. Golden years. Gold, wop, wop, wop. Come get up, my baby. Run for the shadows. Run for the shadows. Run for the shadows is these golden years. Let's go to Jim in the car. Jim, you're on with Mark.
1: Hi, Mark. Ed, just wanted to talk about the, the comment you made about 13 and 3 equates to 0 and 1. Yes. Just just curious. Like, Would, would you say that there is still, like, a lot... A lot good from last year that can be built upon.
0: Uh, even though they did you, you, go. 0-1 you, you, in I'm the not sure. Off. I'm not sure when you're a 13 and three team that went 0 and one in the playoffs. I'm not sure if you're building on something or starting over because the end was so disappointing. It, yeah, fair enough. I just I didn't know if like. Let make no make looking. no mistake. It, it's a good football team. I couldn't deny that. Wouldn't want to. It's a good football team, but I just think when your defense is so questionable. maybe they can fix it, although if they can't, I don't see how. But when your defense is so questionable, you're going to lose games you shouldn't, like that Jacksonville game. And I don't know how they didn't lose more games they shouldn't have in the regular season. Although they did lose at Chicago, but that was because of the National Anthem fiasco, which definitely did distract them on the day.
1: Completely agree. Hey, first-time caller, I appreciate you taking my call.
0: Thank you. Although we should note, if they win at Chicago, they have home field throughout the playoffs so don't act like it was no big deal don't act like Jesse James not completing the catch was no big deal they win that game they have home field throughout the playoffs let's go to Adam in Uniontown Adam you're on with Mark
2: hey Mark first time caller um I happen to get to go to the uh first preseason game I wanted to get your opinion on uh Samuels on offense if he makes the team do you think he'll be beneficial to us
0: what do you mean beneficial? Well, I mean, it's, in my opinion, sometimes with our uh, running backs, we've if been Jaylen a If Jalen Samuels lazy. has to play a significant amount of snaps, their season is over. You think so? Yeah, because he's a third-string running back. That always amazes me when people want to analyze who the third-string running back is or the third-string quarterback or the number 5 wide receiver. Once you get down that low on the depth chart, you're screwed. There's a reason that Jalen Samuels... Has been a, a curtain jerker in this league because he's not that good. Thank you for the call. Last night they loved you, opening doors and pulling some strings. Angel, come get up, my baby. In walk lucked and you looked in time, never look back, walk tall, act fine. I kind of blew that line. 412 99 39. Up next, talking to golden years, he hasn't reached his yet. Stan Saverin on 105.9. <laughs> Joining me now, he is the godfather of the Pittsburgh sports media. A pleasure to welcome Stan Saverin. Stan, if you're Antonio Brown, how do you feel about that deal Odell Beckham Jr. got? My God, $65 million bucks guaranteed.
2: Yeah, part of that is New York. Uh, he doesn't get that in Kansas City. I mean, I think we can say that about a lot of New York athletes. Mark, when I saw the story about Odell Beckham Jr., my first thought was how long will it take A.B. to start whining and complaining about not being the highest-paid guy anymore? Uh, Minutes, seconds, maybe an hour? Uh, It won't be long. These guys think when they sign a contract to be the highest-paid guy at their position, they think that lasts in perpetuity. The fact of the matter is, is that one agent sees that and uses that as leverage for his guy, so they play leapfrog. Um, He just signed, uh, you know, his relatively a short while ago. Uh, I'm I'm anxious to see. You you know, there's going to be some kind of response.
0: Who would you rather have, Odell Beckham Jr. at 25 or AB at 30? I'm talking right now, but moving forward too.
2: Uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, I, I, Even
0: with the five-year year age difference? Yep.
2: Yeah, um, I, I think I, I would, too, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just think he's a better receiver. Uh, I mean, Od- Odell Beckham Jr. is marvelously talented. He's marvelously gifted, but he doesn't run the kind of precise routes that Antonio Brown runs. Uh, and I'm, if I'm looking at the Steelers in the short term, which is defined as Ben Roethlisberger's career, uh, I want those two together. If you're looking at it through strictly a Steelers prism, uh, Antonio Brown, all things considered, is a much better wide receiver.
0: I said earlier, Stan, that's why Antonio Brown needs a ring. If he gets a ring, he cuts himself from the pack. Then money doesn't matter. He's definitely the number one guy in everyone's eyes.
2: Well, there have been receivers who have won rings who aren't nearly as talented as he is. And, again, it's a team game. Um, it's, uh, uh, again, yeah, he's playing, with a Hall, he's playing with a Hall of Fame quarterback. But uh, when you look at some of their exploits, in the postseason, I have mentioned this before, um, they have played a grand total of five quarters with the, quote, killer bees" together. And when you look at how their defense has performed, I don't know that any of the offensive performers are guilty in that regard, although giving up three points to the opposition through turnovers doesn't help anybody. Uh,
0: by the way, Stan, Jerry like just reporting that uh... – Le'Veon Bell is telling teammates he will report Monday. Yeah, Labor Day. Labor Day, which is exactly the same time he reported last year. So let's stick with the running back position right now. Ben Roethlisberger said that James Conner deserves playing time, that he's earned the right to be on the field more. That's an odd word, deserve, and a, a, a strange statement in general, am I right? yeah I think so. I mean, I think he was just trying to uh, applaud James Conner. He came in um,
2: in much better condition. Um, they say he sculpted his body differently um, to survive hopefully the rigors of the NFL game. You know what, Mark? I think everybody who follows pro sports, pro sports realizes that there really is no such word as deserve. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. Uh, on many other teams, uh, James Conner might get a significant amount of the load, although he still has things to prove, too. But on a team that has Le'Veon Bell, whenever he reports, that is a different dynamic. Uh, I think he should get more touches only to better Le'Veon Bell down the road, so that he doesn't have the volume of touches that he tends to get throughout the course of a season, and maybe who knows, maybe that makes him better uh, at the end. I do think that the Steelers would be wise to get James Conner more touches. One of the things that really stood out to me in the Tennessee game, not only the amount of balls that he caught, Mark, but if you notice on more than one occasion, they split him out wide. They split him out like they do with Bell in sort of a flanker-wide receiver position, which told me they wanted to see if he could do that, and can he catch passes. You know, at Pitt, he caught the ball when it was thrown to him, but most of the time it was on a screen pass, a check down, that kind of thing. What Bell does, he's actually in the pass pattern, and Connor passed with flying colors by coming out of the flanker position and being involved in the actual pattern, not just sort of a dump off or a screen. That will earn him more playing time.
0: I think Ben might have said that, too, to send a message to Le'Veon Bell. Like, you better be ready when you get here because we could be okay without you.
2: I think that's, a, I think that's an astute observation. Uh, I felt this way. Look, uh, Bell is not doing anything that he's not allowed to do. Uh, that's exactly what the rules say. It's what the CBA says, says. But given the fact we think we all believe this is going to be his last year here, and given what the Steelers' objectives are, He could have done himself, but he could have done everybody a lot of good by showing up a week ago. Now, he wasn't going to play against Tennessee. He certainly wasn't going to play against Carolina. I think he would have done everybody, including himself, a world of good by showing up, let's say, yesterday. You know, it's a short week. Uh, You know, they play Thursday. They're going to be off Friday, probably Saturday. Uh, It would have been smart for him, I think, to just show up early, even if he never put a helmet on.
0: We're talking to Stan Saverin. He's brought to you by the law firm of Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet. What are you expecting from Bell in terms of performance and attitude? Because it's different than last year, Stan. Last year, he didn't have one foot out the door. And I thought he had kind of a, not a bad year, not even a mediocre year, but not a great year either. No, it was not a
2: great year. Uh, I I think you look at his yards per carry. Uh, and that's something that's got
0: to be addressed. I think you look at the number of runs, yards per catch, Stu Stan, yards per carry, and yards per catch. Yep. were each his second lowest season figure on his career. And I also think that
2: there's something else that really I think was it was the, aside from the and this goes hand in hand with yards per carry is the amount of twenty yard plus plays. When uh, he would get out on the perimeter, um, he would beat people. And you don't expect a lot of 40-yard plays out of anybody in the NFL these days. But his 20-plus runs were significantly down. Uh, I don't know if he's gotten slower. Um, I don't know if that was a, a product of something else that was going on. Uh, I don't know if it was the fact that he... Got the slow start. I don't know if it's the fact that um, you know he didn't have any camp or you know whatever. I don't know what the reason is, but there's no arguing his yards per carry were down, and it's not just on the longer yards, but those explosion plays that Tomlin likes to call explosion plays. Um, that means you know you get a you know a twenty a couple twenty yarders per game. That means you don't have to go uh, eighty yards in fourteen plays to score.
0: Do any of the injuries worry you, Stan? Because what we get told isn't always the truth, and some guys have been out a while.
2: Well, Vance McDonald, uh, to me is you know, I, I wonder. Um look anybody Well playing... I think
0: he's gonna miss games, Stan, from what I've heard.
2: Yep. Yeah and 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 if he doesn't miss the first two the chances are he's going to miss something through the course of the season that's just been his history we've seen him he can i mean to me he can be a really valuable piece in this offense but we saw already right, last year he got up he got here late he was traded right before the season began but he was hurt all season long. Now he hasn't practiced for over three weeks. Um, he just, I, I, I hate to use the word injury prone because it depends on the injury. This time it's a foot, but I don't know what to expect from him. Um, and I know Jesse James advanced, but that's not the kind of tight end that this offense needs. It's why they brought in old Darius green. Didn't work out because of the concussions. Uh, this guy, Vance McDonald, I, I don't know what to you know expect out of him. Uh, you know, they're going to get Ramon Foster you know, back, but I, in all honesty, watching B.J. Finney throughout the preseason, I'm not so sure that B.J. Finney isn't a better player now than Ramon Foster.
0: Stan, should the Steelers use three safeties in their base defense and one less inside backer? I've been debating that at length on the show Uh, The last two days?
2: Well, I always think it depends on down and distance. I mean, I think it depends, you know,
0: where you've got the other team. Well, Stan, I'm talking about base defense. No, um, I don't think
2: that you change the configuration, you know, to that degree. I mean, look, most of the time, 75% of the time, you're going to be in nickel and, in their case, dime most of the time anyway. Um, I realize that some of the safeties of, you know, certainly Burnett uh, and Edmonds are, are bigger guys. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to change my base defense. You're only in it 25 to 30% of the time anyway.
0: I never take much away from exhibition games, Stan, but, boy, Stephon, too, it was brilliant against Tennessee, wasn't he?
2: Well, he was brilliant for coming on your show. He was on, right? So,
0: <laughs> I always give the guest credit, Stan. I know. The job well done.
2: Uh, he was He was tremendous. <clears throat> Look, two, three years ago, uh, a Steeler defensive coach told me that this guy is going to be a beast. Um, and he, he said, this coach said, in his opinion, he actually had a higher upside than Cam Hayward, which is pretty high praise. Now we find out, not even after the fact, we kind of knew it, that to it was hurt most of last year. It's hard to play any position, let alone that one, when you can only use one arm. Um, and, and obviously, if he is healthy and playing well, that helps Hayward and vice versa. I actually thought we actually had a Bud Dupree sighting, uh, and he is significant to that defense as well. Uh, that's the best I've ever seen him play. Yeah, it was an exhibition game, but he did it largely against Tennessee's first offensive line, which is a pretty decent group. Uh, and, and so, to me, defensively, uh, they 've clearly got weakness at inside linebacker, but the fact that the front three really played very well, and that includes Hargrave, who has not um, did not have a good year last year and was uh, highly unnoticeable in the first two games uh, with the front three, if they can get something got to do pre Watt is solid, um, you can get by with what they have at inside linebacker,
0: yeah, but Stan, getting back to my point about using three safeties. If they use two inside backers, aren't the other teams going to come right after Williams and, and Bostick in the passing game? They won't be in
2: there for the passing game. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, oh, you can throw the ball any dime you want, Stan. That, that's not against the rules. Well, no, you can't. But you also, if you take out the inside linebackers, one or both, you're
2: inviting them to run. I realize the safeties are, are bigger, It's what I was saying, are bigger guys, and they can step up in the box. But, but they are not going to be as effective against the run as a standard inside linebacker. You know, Vince Williams is not bad against the run. Um, he cannot defend. Uh, I don't think that in, uh, certainly maybe a third and three, a third and four, you might see him in there uh, in pass defense, but nothing more than that. Uh, I do think, I think you have to keep an inside linebacker um, on, on running downs. I really do.
0: Stan, Sports Illustrated and Colin Coward both picked the Steelers to make the Super Bowl. What's that based on? It seems to me like the national media thinks more highly of the Steelers' chances than us local guys do.
2: Maybe we see too much of them. Uh, Maybe they don't see enough. Uh, Maybe they didn't see the problems that this defense has and will continue to have without Ryan Shazier. Uh, Yeah. Again, if the front three is better, if Dupree uh, shows up, um, they've got they do have some speed in the secondary. They're a much faster secondary than they were. They're a much faster defense than they were even without Ryan Shazier. I think what they're talking, they, they look at the big names. You know, when you're uh, when you're forced to make an evaluation, whether you're a magazine or you know some radio host out in Los Angeles, you know you see Ben, you see A. B., you see Le'Veon Bell. Oh boy, they should be great um you can't outscore your way to a super bowl i do think and i felt this last year um uh look the patriots still made the super bowl last year but i do think that they you're seeing some crumbling in the edges with them um it's going to happen eventually he said hopefully uh, but, <laughs> 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 but um, I, I do i mean i think they're right
0: for the taking um uh, I, I i do and, and i well stan one thing i will say I tend to be pessimistic about the Steelers because I'm just pessimistic. But I will say, sometimes I look at the Steelers and don't look at the league enough. Or rather, I don't look at the teams in the AFC as they are. I think of them as they were. And getting back to what you said about the Patriots, one of these years they're going to hit a wall. One of these years Brady is going to hit a wall. And it wouldn't shock me for both if it was this year. No, I I
2: agree. Um, I, I, I really thought that they had some warts last year. Um, I had said to you, and we, uh, I think we had a bet, I don't remember. I lose so many, I forget. Um, that if the Steelers went into, the, I, the Steelers would go into New England in the AFC Championship game and beat them. Um, we never got that opportunity to see if that was going to happen. Um, I, I saw some warts with the Patriots last year. Um, I think they've got defensive issues there. Uh, I think that, frankly, I think there was some unrest in that locker room that lingers when Belichick inexplicably did not play Malcolm Butler. And let's not forget something else, Mark, and he always finds guys and everything else. But Deion Lewis was a really important yes. part of their offense last year. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see if he replaces him with whom and how much they'll be able to use him. Um, uh, you know, you've seen some of those uh, receivers that really hurt you. They're they're gone now. The Hogan kid, you know, he, he kind of fits the mold up there. But I'm um, – Yeah, he's I'm, white. Yeah. So he's got a limited. He's got a limited. Well, all those guys are have been white, right? Welker and and all those. Eric guys. Eric Decker just retired. He was white. Yep, um, I know. So there's a purge going on in New England. <laughs> uh, but I just, I just, uh, you know, again, maybe it's just wishful thinking. I really thought I saw some warts last year. Good for them. Full credit. But let's also remember they gave up 36 points in the Super Bowl. I think that defensively they're vulnerable, and one of the things that's been very beneficial to them, and I'm not taking away from their greatness, it's not sour grapes. For all those listening in Boston, the truth is they play in a and have played in a really weak division. Once Peyton Manning left Indianapolis, left the Colts. I mean, you know, Buffalo and Miami, uh, the Jets are awful. I realize the AFC North is no bargain either, but at least, you know, for a time, you know, the Bengals, uh, you know, the Ravens certainly for a time. Um, I, I Look, you know, if you can start out your season, um, you know, with a mark of 6-0, and 0, you're in pretty good shape.
0: Stan, is always, great stuff. We'll do it again next week. All right. Thanks, Mark. That's the great Stan Saverin, and thanks to Shenderovich, Shenderovich & Fishman, the great law firm for... Sponsoring Stan's appearance. four one We're going to do a rare two for today. Two segments of Ask Mark Anything. You can ask Mark Anything right now because I'm bored and it's summer. And let's just have fun these last two segments. Ask Mark Anything, 412333
1: WXDX. Abby on the X. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. I'll make it. No, don't worry about No, I'll
0: be fine. Please stay in your cars. The most on the X at 105.9, we're going to do a double show, shot of Ask Mark Anything dial four one two three 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 WXDX and Ask Mark Anything. Brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar, the city's best seafood and chop house. Be sure to check out Chapino in the Strip. Let's go to Bob in the car. Bob, Ask Mark Anything. How you doing? Good. So you were talking earlier
1: about. If the Steelers had gotten the one or two extra wins and had the home field advantage... uh, Had they gotten any one
0: extra win, had they won one more game, they would have had a home field.
1: So, while I watched the game, I was seeing Tom Brady pick the Steelers' defense apart, and I guess I'm wondering, if I get home field advantage, uh, how do you feel that affects anything?
0: I didn't say it would affect anything. I just said if they win one more game, they would have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And there's no denying that in theory that's an advantage, correct?
1: It is indeed an advantage. I was just wondering, do you feel that. Jacksonville would have, have had would have to have play. Played,
0: Jacksonville would have played New England. Pittsburgh wouldn't have. Maybe Jacksonville eliminates New England. That's
1: one possibility. I just wanted your input.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know, what it could have shoulda, what happened did. Let's go to Nick in Monroeville. Nick, ask Mark anything. What I mean. What I mean.
1: Hey, so I just had a senior citizen pull out in front of me, almost take me out. Uh, my question to you, you know, she was holding on to the steering wheel like it was the, a
0: winning bingo ticket. Uh, my Now no, hold is, it, that, bro, that's ageism. Don't be an ass. You're headed there too, you know.
1: My question to you is, do you no, think... No, 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 there-
0: apologize first. Well, she was... She Goodbye. Me me, so I'm not- Goodbye. I wish she would have cut you off and you would have gone over a cliff and died and she would have been okay and not even late for bingo. You're all headed there. I'm there. Okay. Oh, I forgot. We can we can offend old people. That's excusable. That's one of the few groups we can we can uh, bully and offend. Actually, we can, and that's good. Let's go to Trey in Mount Washington. Trey, ask you ask Mark anything.
1: Mark, I just cut that guy off, and I couldn't be happier about it. What up? Hey, uh, what's a bigger pain to you if the Steelers? If there was no more Steelers you had to worry about covering, but Pittsburgh had an NBA team, would you take that deal straight up?
0: Uh, No. I enjoy enjoy talking about the Steelers in the NFL. There are so many things about football and the Steelers that irritate the bejesus out of me, but it's an integral part of the show. It's an integral part of Pittsburgh. I don't know where this business would be without the Steelers. Thanks, man. As always... I have how to do this figured out. I know what's best for business. Let's go to Steven in Brighton Township. Steven, ask Mark anything.
1: Hey, Mark. uh, Who's your favorite Saturday Night Live live
0: personality? Now, when you say personality, do you mean a a character or do you mean one of the uh, members of the cast? Members of the cast. The guy that made me laugh the most back in the day was Bill Murray, and I've always enjoyed Murray's work in everything he's done. There's not one Bill Murray thing I've seen that I've not liked, and I think you would agree he has a more diverse portfolio than a lot of people who worked on SNL. So I would say Bill Murray. How about you? Um, I really like
1: Phil Hartman. Um, I don't know. That was more my uh, generation—the early '90s,
0: mid '90s. Phil Hartman uh, was brilliant.
1: Yeah, I mean, just his, his death was so tragic, as were many of them, but yeah, I, I loved his stuff. Yeah, Phil Hartman's
0: death boys. wasn't of his doing, though, like so many of them.
1: Yeah, the lawyer caveman I thought was brilliant. Um,
0: yeah, he was my favorite. I, I love, You know you know what's funny about Phil Hartman? Correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't see a lot of his movies. I always thought he was better in a supporting role as a movie star as he, than he was in the starring role.
1: Right, when he was on that sitcom, I think it was News Radio, and uh, when he was in a supporting role on that sitcom and he was hilarious. So yeah, you're I'll right. I'll give he, another he you another example. Did you
0: see did you see the Steve Martin movie, Sergeant Bilko? Yes. I thought him is the uh as the uh as the officer who was battling with Bilko, I thought he was great. That was the perfect role for him. Right. That was a great movie. One would think that would be a smarmy, stupid movie. It was great. Steve Martin. I mean, one of the funniest guys ever. Let's go to Seanard, is that what's your name? French right. What's your name?
1: Sean Ross.
0: Oh, good. What do you want?
1: Yeah, I was wondering if uh, NFL defenses once a game could pick any you know move.
0: Wow, what a stupid question to go on with a bad cell phone. Let's go to this. Should be good. Quint and Amity. Quint. No. Hi,
1: Mark. My question is, what's your favorite movie that you've seen on re-release in theaters?
0: Now, define re-release. I'm not sure what you mean by that, how that's defined. What I mean by re-release is
1: not in the original year that it was released, but rather later down the line whenever a movie's shown
0: in theaters again. Got shown in theaters again? Oh, no, that it is shown in theaters again after its initial release. I'm not sure I've ever done that. I'm not sure I've ever seen a movie. By the time those movies get released, I've seen them on DVD or I saw them the first time.
1: Okay, I I mean, obviously as the name uh, gives, mine was Jaws. I've never seen Jaws on the big screen because I'm only 27 years old, but I saw Jaws twice on the big screen, and it was just great.
0: Yeah, Jaws is a movie you need to see on the big screen.
1: You know what other movie was
0: like that? Did you see Dunkirk? You know, I've only seen it on DVD. I wasn't able to see it. Yeah, I bet you didn't think it was that good, did you? Oh, no, I loved it. Really? On the big screen, with the sounds of war... And, you know, the, the system that just, you know, has you surrounded by sound, much better. Much better. All right. Thanks, Mark. Let's go to Scott and Scott Township. Scott, ask Mark anything.
1: Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Thank you. Uh, how much money would it take uh, Will Smith to pay you to um, recall your mind to erase all the Karate Kid memories of Ralph Macchio Karate Kid and replace them with his son's.
0: I never watched the Karate Kid remake. There were three words that kept me from watching it. You know what those three words were? Will. Will Smith's kid. I mean, I'm sorry. When you have to create a star vehicle for your kid and he gets it because he's your kid, that tells me all I need to know about the purpose of the movie. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it did not get good reviews, did it? I didn't see it either. I refused to. Good man. Let's go to John. John, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Thank you very little. Are are you, if I may ask, are you all in? What do you mean by that? All in. Sunday night? Chicago? No, no um, I think it's a great concept, and I'm glad they sold out, and I really like Cody Rhodes, and I'm happy for him. But to me, it's just another wrestling show. Eh, they'll, they'll, they'll have some surprises. I'll be, I'll be intrigued to see just how far they go. I, you know, I had an offer. They're doing that, 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 that thing on the Internet, that StarCast, all the podcasts. They wanted me to do that, and I, I really do appreciate the offer. A guy named Conrad Thompson made the offer. He's a good guy. He's the wrestling podcast king. But uh, I just I think I'm just too far removed from that world now. For every person I would have seen there, I, I should I should I should even out the odds. For every five people I saw that I wanted to see, there would have been somebody I didn't. So I think it's better to just stay at home and watch Albany and Pitt. Okay, we got a bunch of guys on hold. We'll put them on hold. We'll get to them in a second, because Ask Mark Anything continues on one hundred five ninety X. We're still sticking with Ask Mark Anything. Let's go to Matt in Murraysville. Matt, Ask Mark Anything.
1: Hey, Mark. Uh, question for you. They just opened a big shop, Bob's. And aside from your signature flavor, what other flavors do you recommend I try?
0: I recommend my flavor, Super Genius. Any other ones at all, or... Is it a work oh, Big Sexy, it's called actually. Big Sexy. Uh yeah, the Steel City is a variation and the the, the talk of Beaver Falls. Those are the ones I generally stick with. Oh, also Frank Sinatra. Let's <laughs> okay, go to deal. let's go to Jack in Newcastle. Jack. Ask Mark anything. Double M? Yes.
1: Hey, I just want to know how you eat. Eat what you want without any worries. Whatever. I'll be honest with you. Today, I just passed on Big Shot Bob's and Manaka because I had wings on Friday, and I just like to know how. You, it seems like you get out there to the different hot spots, and uh, you just seem to be worry-free. How, how do you do it? Worry-free?
0: You know, I, I, I'm having a blood test and a stool test tomorrow because I've had diarrhea for ten straight days. That's your worry-free. Okay, so you, so you do eat healthier than that, or no, I'm just... I do eat healthier than 10 days of diarrhea, yeah. Okay, you didn't answer the question, though. How do I manage to eat out all the time? What are the options? I don't cook. Okay. I'm not sure what answer you're looking for, sir.
1: Talk about the best, like, chicken salad in town, that's all.
0: No, I'm not going to talk about that. Goodbye. Like I said, one of these days, you're just going to turn on the radio and Adam Crowley's going to be here instead of me. Or just music. Probably just music. Let's go to Travis from Parts Unknown. Travis, ask Mark anything.
1: Hi, Mark. I was just wondering what the um, biggest heartbreak moment in sports for you has been. Personally? Personally.
0: Uh, the 1975 playoff series between the Penguins and New York Islanders. The second round of the playoffs, the Penguins held a three games to none lead and blew it. That would be
1: pretty heartbreaking.
0: I was 14 years old. I, I wept, I don't know about for an hour, but for the best part of an hour anyway, it was just absolutely tragic. And, and, and that's the word heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. After that, probably the Penguins... Losing in '93 to the Islanders, or maybe in '81 to the Islanders. Uh, they lost the Islanders in big series a lot, but uh, 1975 by far. Nothing else affected me even remotely like 1975 because I was a kid. Now since then, I've seen Liverpool, you know, recently lose a couple Champions League finals. Uh, what was it? 2014 when Liverpool finished second in the league and should have won it. That broke my heart. But I'm, but I'm an old guy at that point. Let's go uh, to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, ask Mark anything. What up, Mang? What up, Mang?
1: Are you excited for All In on Saturday?
0: I just had a call about that last segment. I mean, I'm not anti-All In. I think it's great that these guys have manufactured a big payday for themselves. I think Cody Rhodes is a huge star, and he's followed his own path and made himself a bigger star, and I give him credit for that. But isn't it really just another wrestling show? Yeah, and I think it's it
1: feels a lot like a Ring of Honor show, which is a really good product right now. But, you know, the way to tie everything in, and it all was off of Meltzer saying you're not going to get more than $10,000. Well, to me, what's 100%. special
0: about it is that Okada's on the show.
1: And, you know, the fact that they're doing this, um, it's just it's a great time. It's not like it was in the Monday Night Wars, but independent wrestling is is, is back and it's here to stay.
0: It's back. You never know if anything's here to stay in that business. I had two more calls. Favorite concert venue, favorite steak place in Vegas. How many times I gotta answer the same effing questions? Good talk see out there. One hundred five ninety X.